0: What is going on? You are tuned into the Decoding Success Podcast with your host, Matt Labrie, bringing you episode 26 with our wildly successful guest of the day, Colin Wayne. Colin is a 29-year-old husband, father, and entrepreneur from Huntsville, Alabama. He is a high school dropout and military combat veteran who was injured by an enemy rocket attack in Afghanistan. He is also a former male fitness cover model, being on over 50 magazine covers, social media strategist, and he is the CEO of Redline Steel, which is a multi million dollar industrial manufacturing e-com business that primarily specializes in home decor. Colin was named most interesting millennial for 2018 and I am beyond grateful that he's hopping on the show today to provide value. And hey, check this out. As a podcast listener, I can already tell you're someone that's committed to personal development. I've been fortunate enough to team up with an amazing company to help deliver to all of the decoding success faithful some amazing tools to help you optimize your projects, your days, and whatnot. Best Self Co. is graciously discounting their products for any and all who tune into the show so whether you're in the market for one of their guided journals which is personally my favorite or a planner a wall calendar or something of the nature head over to bestself.co and use decoding success at checkout now let's hop into today's episode with my guy colin wayne colin thank you for joining us today man i truly appreciate it and before we even get started man i had another individual that had given service to our country. And I just want to say thank you for that because I don't want to let that go unsaid. So, I truly do appreciate that as well.
1: Thank you, yeah, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it's an honor to be on your show. Of course, man. Of course. Let's jump right in. So, what I've been doing
0: whenever I'm interviewing someone, what I do is kick off the show by asking them how they define success. So, how about, it? How about you kick us off with that?
1: All right. Simple question. Uh, so, my definition of success is, I guess you could call it freedom, man financial freedom, the freedom to do whatever you feel is, is right between, you know, with integrity, right? So living life on your own terms, that's the definition of success. And it doesn't have to be like a financial number that you hit or the cars in your garage, but the freedom that allows you to do whatever it is that you want, whenever that you want. And as long as you're moving forward and progressing, then that's, that's my definition of success.
0: Yeah, I think that's really beautiful. And I think there's definitely been a commonality in that answer. And it really comes down to freedom and fulfillment and joy and happiness, which is, which is great. But now my next question is, how do you stay on track to actually achieve that? Because let's be realistic. We're human beings. We're going to hit those bumps in the road, the challenges and all that stuff. So how do you feel like you stay on track if you're ever thrown off of it?
1: Yeah, that's, that's another good question, Matt. So staying on track for me, it's not too difficult where I'm at right now and I'll tell you why. I've got a phenomenal team and it took me years to get to this point. So this didn't happen overnight. Um, You know, a lot of entrepreneurs when they're first starting out, it's very difficult to uh, grow and scale at a rapid rate until you can take the daily stresses and contribute it to letting other people help you. And so it took me a while to realize that uh, I need to invest in so many different facets of um, people to help my organization grow. And that in itself has allowed me to consistently scale and not really go down any plateaued paths because I've got a hell of a team that keeps me on path.
0: Yeah, that's really great. And one thing that you just mentioned, which I absolutely love, is the fact that you just said that nothing happened overnight, right? It took years. And I think there's a really big misconception in regard to quote unquote overnight successes, because every overnight success has taken X amount of years, whether it's 5, 10, 15, whatever the case is. And I really love that you, you know, you said that. Now, one thing that's happened over the years is that your personal brand has changed a couple times, right? You went from a soldier to a prominent figure in fitness and now one of the youngest and most successful entrepreneurs of our time.
1: How did you pivot your brand to transition? Dude, it's my mindset, bro. Like anything that I touch and I give 100% to, if I put my name behind it, it's going to be big. So, you know, I'm launching my podcast in mid-February, Project Redline, and dude, just it, it doesn't matter what facet that I'm involved with, whether it's uh, the fitness side or social influence and having millions of followers or, you know, or owning and operating uh, several multi-million dollar businesses. Um, if I'm behind it and I contribute, it's going to be big because I'm going to give it 100%. And unlike a lot of people, like it's not a Monday through Friday, 40 hour work week. Like this is a lifestyle and no matter what the involvement is, right? So whether it's entrepreneurship and working seven days a week and 90 hours with that, right? Whether it's fitness modeling, doing uh, cover after cover and, and hitting specific, uh, you know, achievements, there's always, I'm all in because I'm not going to be involved with something if I'm not all in.
0: Yeah, no, I totally get that. And now my question is, it's not something that I actually planned. I'm going to ask it pretty selfishly, actually. I feel like I have, you know, a whole bunch on my plate. And that's just because I know what the end result is in my mind. And that's what I want to get to. Now, how do you not spread yourself thin by giving your all by giving your 100% all the time?
1: I think, uh, I, I think that's difficult, man. It's a two edged sword. I think the bigger that you get. And the more, like, it's very difficult unless you have a strong team, right? So at the end of the day, like I, I used to own a supplement company, Integrity Driven Nutrition, and it was doing phenomenal. Like we grossed, you know, over a million dollars, first 12 months, and it was on track to, to do well, right? But at the end of the day, I was also trying to scale Redline Steel. Both companies were less than two years old. And as you can imagine, like companies that are both growing and scaling, it's going to take your focus uh, until it gets to a certain point where you can step back and it runs itself. But both businesses, one, were in a different vertical, a different targeted core demographic. And then also, like, I think that I would personally bet that you don't need to be involved with too many things until you get to a point where you are not involved with the micro. If you're involved with the micro, limit your outside involvement and other things. If you're in the macro and you can totally focus your attention towards growth and scalability, then that allows you to open up doors and other opportunities for you to scale into different markets and without being spread thin.
0: Yeah, that, that's great advice. And, you know, it really resonates with me because I am focused on the ma- uh, micro in literally every single project I'm doing. So I definitely appreciate that advice. Now, I want to get back to personal branding. Now, you've built a prominent social following as well. What do you feel has contributed most to that? Is it is it that being 100% all in?
1: No, I, I think, to be honest, man, it's... um. I- Opportunities that knock on your door. Like I'm really big at listening to the universe, and um, also just being like authentic. I think your brand, uh, when you're trying to build something that you don't sell out, and you're you're utilizing products that you endorse and you use yourself, that goes a long ways. As well as like collaborations with other large influencers, but also like man you know, I'm just a normal guy, put my shoes on the same way everybody else does. And so I think keeping that humility and showing vulnerability during the entire process, like shows that, you know, I'm a normal guy, just like everybody else. So instead of showing this perfect lifestyle, this perfect set of abs, like showing a little bit of everything, the authenticity shines through, and it's a lot more relatable, to everyone else. And and it's true, man. I don't post just when it's the good times. Like I don't, you know, I do like right now um I'm about forty five pounds overweight where I need to be. Um but I know this is this is a journey and where I'm gonna be in a few months because I'm putting my mind to shifting that. So um yeah that's <laughs>
0: For sure. Yeah, no, I get it, man. Now, you know, you, you brought up being a human being just like everyone else. And one thing human beings go through are challenges. And I'm sure you face challenges in business and in life, just like a lot of people that are listening. How do you overcome those challenges and not throw in the towel when the going gets tough?
1: I think for me, man, is, is knowing why I started that to begin with. I'm very limited with my involvement outside of what, what I can control. Right, and what I mean by that is partnerships on the outside of equity ownership. Right, I can't, I don't dictate those that control. So I, I'm I'm very limited because I know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be involved with something, I'm gonna give it a hundred percent, and it's gonna scale immensely. And so it goes back to that: like, can you be overwhelmed with too many things and constantly be involved with that micro side? My involvement with really too many other things are at a, at a minimum. So um, yeah, maybe I hope that kind of answers something. No,
0: nah, It definitely does. Now, uh, aside from challenges, when, when you're a go-getter like yourself, you know, and, and you're shifting brands and transitioning the way you have, aside from those challenges, you're also going to deal with the haters, right? Now, uh, how have you dealt with haters?
1: <laughs> I've got thick skin, man. Dude, i <laughs> you know, I got, three combat tours, Egypt, Iraq, Afghanistan. I was blown up in a gym. Like I've got very thick skin just from the military and what it instilled with me. A lot of it, I brush off. Um, you know, it's at the end of the day, like a lot of the haters are just jealous of where you are and where they want to be. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of, um, Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more thick skinned than a lot of other people. So I don't let it get to me. And I'm also very mentally strong, but I will tell you this, Matt, like I've got an amazing executive assistant, Austin, who handles a lot of the bullshit so that I don't have to. And so that's helped me out a hundred percent. Like I don't see it. I'm really big on like energy and positive energy breeds positivity that comes into your life and other things that align with that. So if I'm not, if I don't see it, I don't even know that negative negativity begins, you know, is even there to begin with. So, um, you know, thick skin, like strong mental, uh, mental self. And then for me, man, I, I'm fortunate enough to have an amazing team that tries to, um, help with any of that. So I don't even see it to begin with. And so that's helped a lot.
0: Yeah, I could imagine that sounds. that sounds very helpful. I'm about to go get myself a team right now, <laughs> but, me? uh, It'll be the best investment you can make. I know for sure. I totally agree, man. I totally agree. Now, you know, you talked about a whole lot of things, like being in tune with, you know, the universe and mental resilience, determination, having a team. What do you feel has contributed the most to your success? Is is there a certain habit or, you know, maybe a, a routine, etc.?
1: Man, there's so many culminations. Do I have to limit it to one? No, like- go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'm not limited. Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. This is tough. So I think where I scaled the most with my business was once I could let go. Right. And, and, and by meaning that was like, dude, I was so involved with the micro and the daily stuff to the point where I was packaging orders and, and packing it. And, you know, last year I ran all of the marketing myself, like every dollar that came into Redline Steel, I did on my own without a marketing firm, without like, without anything. And so I was so caught up in the micro that until I could step back and say, all right, Colin, for this to scale and for you to do 3X, 4X, year over year, what do I need to do? Well, I got some advice from a good friend of mine, Dan Alrick with uh, Grunt Style. He said, the first thing is, Colin, if you want to scale immensely, you need to partner with um, another uh, marketing firm. So we did that. Um, and he told me like, what's your involvement on a daily basis? And I told him I was very transparent and his advice was, you will not scale three times where you're at unless you can focus on the bigger picture, the bigger distribution chains, the, the, the supply chain management side of uh, buying large pieces of equipment. So stepping back from the micro and getting involved with the macro. And the only way that I was able to do that was hiring you know, dozens of people that fit into all of these different departments and then creating a systematic department heads and multiple tiers of leadership. And that takes time. Like, dude, this is this has not been an easy road. And a lot of people are like, Well, Colin, you've you've only been a business for you know, right at three years. Like you're saying it doesn't take a lot of time or it does take a lot of time, but dude, our normal work weeks aren't forty hours. Like we are we've put in the time period of of a 10 year old business with everything that we have going on and working seven days a week consistently for you know the past two years or so. Um, I would say building that team, that infrastructure of of management, multiple tiers, where on a daily basis I'm not needed. Like honestly, I could go I could go and do a lot of other things and spend my time um, shifting into other directions so that I can create and build Redline into something that's a billion dollar company in the next seven years. But a lot of that's derived from the right leadership and the right places. And then just allowing yourself to trust them that they're going to, they're going to give it a hundred percent and they may not do it the exact way that you did, but as long as it's getting done, Who cares, right? At the end of the day, if it gets done 100% and it gets done, it may be in a different likeness. But if you could step back and it does get done, trust your leadership, trust your management to facilitate that that micro gets done. And by the end of the week, having accountability structure that states, yes, we hit that goal or no, we didn't. If we didn't, why didn't we hit it and what can we do next week to make up for it and to ensure that it doesn't happen again?
0: For sure. Now, let me ask you, this is kind of a little off topic, but how much do you feel health played a role in your success? And the reason I ask is because I have a a lot of entrepreneurs that listen. And, you know, you're talking about going all in on 100% of the things that you're doing. Meanwhile, a lot of the entrepreneurs that I'm familiar with that listen to this show aren't necessarily going all in on
1: their physical health and even their mental health. So what's your take on that? <laughs> Bro I said it at the beginning of the podcast I'm 45 pounds overweight right now man like I'm 255 you know I, before starting this company I was you know on the cover of muscle Mus- One Fitness Iron Man men's health like you name it I've been on the cover of it so I, I think like mentally like it definitely helps when you're in good shape and like the um, you know the foods that you eat so I think that's very important. but for me I sacrificed so much to get to where I'm at right now because I was so involved with my business and I'm, I'm still very, very involved. Um, but you know, I, have let, I've let personal things go to the wayside. You know, I'm, I'm overweight right now. I'm just starting to get back in shape i I'm actually on a 12 week challenge right now, uh, with Redcon one, and I'm shooting the, uh, the cover of muscle and fitness in the U S here in March down in um, Santa Monica, California. So, I've I think that you know it took me being out of the gym and totally like shifted focus to growing this you know I've got days where I'll only eat once a day like so far today it's three o'clock i have only eat once I've only eaten once so far today you know what I mean like but my mind's not there I'm thinking about so many other things that um, I kind of neglect my own health in a sense and like last year, man, it, it was really bad. Like I was, um, I was hospitalized from it. I had an emergency surgery, rushed to the ER, like because I put myself in this situation. Um, but dude, like at the end of the day, like that's what it takes. It takes that sacrifice to be willing to really risk whatever it is that's in front of even your own health. And, and a lot of people aren't going to agree with that. But there's not there's also not a lot of companies that have scaled as fast as what we've done at Redline, so I think it's been necessary, and I'm definitely at a point now where I am going to put a huge emphasis on my health and and um, yeah, that's going to transpire, and I think it'll be great for the business as well because I'll feel better mentally and you know rested and um, it'll be good for everybody. but it took me being able to to sacrifice the daily stresses of not eating, not drinking enough, not going to the gym. And now that's built our company to where we're at right now. So short-term sacrifice for a long-term return.
0: Yeah, man. I think sacrifice is a crucial part to success. That's great. Not great that you, know, you're, you had to realize that way. And man, I've been in the same position, but I totally get it. Now, there's always two questions I end the show with. The first being, what was a piece of advice you were given that you didn't want to hear at the time, but it proved to be true? And Colin, let me give you this example. When I was younger and I was in elementary school, my parents always told me to do my homework, to study for tests. And you want to know what? I didn't do it. I got pushed along through high school, got kicked out of high school, failed out of college. But listen, and it proved to be true over time that I should have been doing that stuff. So that's always the example I give. Now, do you have any, any advice that you were given that you didn't want to hear, but it proved to be true?
1: Yeah, um, I would say, you know, a formal education. Dude, like I, I was always pressed to go to college, do that traditional route. <laughs> I was emancipated at 16, joined the military at 17. I dropped out of high school, got my GED. I tried college for a couple of years, but it wasn't for me. And like, had I listened to friends and family and, you know, other successful people, like I could have went down a tradi- like a totally different route, but because I took things into my own hands and listened to myself, like, look, this school's just not for me and it's not for everybody. And especially in today's age, like what's the value that I can provide that a school's not going to teach. And, um, I would say that man, like, is I, you know, not going to school. And because of that, being self-taught and um, it's allowed me to, you know, be pretty successful without a formal education. Yeah, for sure, man. Everyone
0: has their own path. I respect it. Now, if you can give a blunt piece of advice and listen, Colin, you can curse, you could do whatever you got to do right here. But if you can give a blunt piece of advice to someone that wants to achieve their definition of success, what would that advice be?
1: I would say, um, a piece of advice that I'd give to an entrepreneur is, you know, jump in with both feet and hope you swim, right? At the end of the day, like you can try to build a perfect business plan. You can, you can map out the roadmap. That's going to just be perfect. Right. But I'll, I'm here to tell you hundred percent that that business plan and that strategy that you initially went into the business to begin with is going to shift a hundred times over. So my advice is to get started. Jump in. If there's, there's always risk. Without risk, there's no reward. So jump in with both feet, man. Hope you swim.
0: Colin, I definitely appreciate you taking the time out of your day today, man. I, it's been an honor, man. Thank you.
1: Yeah, man. Dude, honored to be here and looking forward to the, uh, the episode. Now, let me ask you quick, before I even
0: forget, where can people find you on social media to stay connected with you?
1: Uh, So you can connect with me on uh, Instagram, which is at Colin Wayne one, same with Twitter, or you could just Google me, Colin Wayne. Um, It's all verified pages across social media. Uh, My company is Redline Steel. So you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook there just by typing that in or go to redlinesteel.com.
0: Now you said you had a podcast coming out as well, right? Yes. Yes. Very excited for that. You have a launch date. You have a name for that where people can stay in touch?
1: Yes, we do. And we we just uh, launched an Instagram page, which is at uh, Project Redline. Um, And we've also, uh, we plan on launching mid-February. We don't have an exact release date, but mid-February.
0: Awesome, man. Colin, again, thank you, man. I truly appreciate it.
1: Heck yeah, brother. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon.
0: And that is a wrap for episode 26 of the Decoding Success Podcast with Colin Wayne. Make sure you check him out on social media and his newly released podcast as well. As always, I am beyond grateful for you tuning in. It is an absolute blessing to be able to amplify the message of these successful individuals just like Colin who hop on the show and deliver it straight to you. Sharing this with a friend, coworker, family member, or just anyone who needs it can go such a long way. So don't be selfish with all the value that Colin provided with us on this episode. And hey, if you could drop a five star rating and review you know that would mean the world to me as we build the street cred for the show until next time be blessed peace